Good morning, everybody. How you doing? It's early. I'm on my way to bed. But I just wanted to say a few words. A couple of years ago, I tweeted about black excellence. But I think for this podcast, I'll call it world excellence. A time when in our world, we can lend a hand when somebody's in need. Lend an ear if somebody just needs to blow off some steam. And open our hearts for the less privileged. This time, these things that we've been going through, we realized how vulnerable some people really are, especially the homeless. I made a tweet today and I said that churches need to invest more in homeless shelters. Because for me, world excellence is when everybody gets a chance to be excellent at what they do. When what somebody does does not affect you, doesn't make you jealous or envious. It makes you kind of dive down deep in your soul and do something spectacular on your own. That it's not about sowing seeds of discord or comparing your journey to others, but actually embracing your journey. For me, world excellence is when we realize that there are people out there who don't have a roof over their heads and who will show up at your doorstep. And there are many ways that we can dismiss these people. But if we don't provide access to a basic roof over their heads, just the way the innkeeper provided access. Today I was reminded that it is our compassion, it is our kindness that moves the world forward. That things may not be balanced, some may have, some may not. But the Bible always says, Thou shalt ask and thou shalt receive. Doesn't say what you get. But it does confirm that you will get. And that's the basis of faith. Is that you will get what is coming to you, what is yours. Your destiny, you will get to see your destiny regardless of where you're starting from. Even if it is from the literal bottom of the path, you'll rise up. And you'll rise up while you do it. I saw a hilarious tweet tonight about not forgetting to go through your whole phase. And I don't know, for, for we women, it's kind of brief. Maybe like six months. 
For you men, it takes you longer in that whole phase. You get a little cynical with it. A little egotistical. Yeah. It's how I play. It's how I roll. But what kind of seeds are you sowing for the next generation? What kind of patterns are you repeating in the lives of your children? Stability. Love. Communication. Three things that hold a relationship together if we're coming from a place of love. Take any of these out of the equation, you have nothing but a shell. Very, very important to have world excellence, to be committed, to be invested in a relationship that you have taken time to build. Key world. Keyword. Time. That's all you gotta give. Time. To see somebody's true self. Not the one that is all polished and all trying to get you to pick me, pick me. But the real one. When faced with challenges, how do you balance back? How do you apologize when you offend people? Do you even know when you offend people? To me, in a relationship, world excellence is regardless of your race, that when it comes to the person that you love, you respect them. Not that you're selective on who you respect. Not not that you're selective of who you regard, but that you are fair and just and true to all. I remember I talked about a podcast where I'm one of those women in the world, I think, I'm not sure. I just don't know how to date two men at the same time. I get confused as fuck. I might fuck up and call you another name, so I try not to do it. Talk less of flaunt somebody in front of somebody that I used to love. I just, I was just never raised that way. Like, you know, kind of private. But at the same time, in my hoeing phase, because everybody has a hoeing phase, you can lie about it. But in my home phase, I didn't really care. When people say I don't care, I know what they mean. Because you do get in that I don't care. But you do care. Because it matters. And that holding phase is important because if you don't go through that holding phase, you're going to think, Everything is just easy. Then you, you, you start to understand that for a relationship to be successful, you got to work towards the shit. 
just don't show up. It's not a clock in, clock out type shit. Something that you win every single day is something that you give into. You doing something every day. It's like a job. Like a motherfucker got you and you ain't getting paid. But you at the job. You're working towards good shit. Not the destructive shit. Not the hoeing shit. But towards reserving yourself for that one person. I know it seems like it's hard. It seems like it's hard, but that is world excellence. Because then you ain't got to bring no motherfucking emotions into the shit to fuck up the rest of the evening. You ain't got ten bitches calling your ass for a loan because you just have one. That's the world excellence, my nigga. That's what we, as women, love. That's the shit that we respect is when a nigga can keep it real with you and only you. And to be honest with you, I think it's kind of, it's kind of like, you know, men feel it's kind of like magic, you know, to rub it in your face. I hear it, smear it in. But when a bitch really get numb of the shit, don't you feel a little stupid sometimes? Like you rubbing shit, trying to put that pepper in, but they not reacting that way. It's like, damn. The fuck is going on? She moving on. She moving on. It's not like she moving on, but she just realized, like, you can't give so much energy to something that's not productive. Like, it's not going to help and build your relationship. It's not going to make y'all closer. It's just going to bring animosity and bitterness. And y'all always do that shit because of another bitch. But this is where I'm talking about black excellence. Is where you can be real to your own black people. You can be real to your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your close friend. You can be real to your husband, to your wife. And you ain't got to feel like it's taking a page out of yours. Play a player book. There comes a time in a man's life where you pass that hoeing stage and you go into that building a family type stage that even though sometimes you may break up with somebody who you, you, you shaped yourself to be with, but the energy just didn't allow y'all to grow shit. You know what I mean? It's like, it's always got to be about not allowing you to be your full self. And that's the first sign I always see that is not world excellence or even black excellence is when you cut people off. So you don't give people a chance to express themselves. You know, maybe they say something, you say you talk too much. When people say you talk too much, it's either they're they're just waiting for their chance to speak again or they're just not even listening. 
And I never cut people off and say, you talk too much. Even if you talking bullshit to me, cursing my daddy, cursing my mama, cursing everybody that I done known. You know what I mean? Cursing me. I feel like you should be allowed to do that. Because clearly motherfuckers around you ain't letting you do some of that shit. So you got a lot of energy that you you, you want to vent. And I'm like, go ahead. And to me, that's love. It's, you want to talk about shit? Go ahead. Because I'm listening. And sometimes that's all you need to know is somebody's willing to listen. Walk by this lady today. And I just overheard and, you know, stopped by. She was homeless. And she went to a church. And you know nowadays our church is looking like the biggest houses on the block. But there's no room for the homeless. Yeah, I know there's maintenance to do. I know there's workers that need to be paid. I know there's salaries that need to be paid. But still, no space for those who need it the most. Those who wanted to be close to God in their time of trouble. I can just imagine how hard it is. Let's not forget the grace that we have, even in a relationship. The grace that we have, the the things that could have broken us up. And y'all, in your relationship, I don't know what's going on. But the things that could have broken y'all up, the things that were absolute no-nos with every single body that you have dated in this life, that you said, hell no, nigga, you do this, fuck no, I don't, nah, I ain't fucking with you. But you kind of bent the rules for that one person. Or you still bending the rules for that one person. And to me, I feel like the most happy relationship is a a relationship where you're committed to doing good to others. So that's how I know when motherfuckers in trouble in their relationship, because they start to be devilish together. (laughs) I'm talking about, you know what I'm saying? They start to be devilish when niggas and they bitches start to be devilish together, nigga. It's a rap shit. That's how I know that relationship ain't got shit sustaining it but bitterness and seeing motherfuckers cry. And that ain't no world excellence. That ain't no black excellence. Our black excellence, our world excellence comes from the way we treat people who don't even look like us. Like the nigga don't even look like you, speak like you, but you still want that motherfucker to succeed. You're not there praying that they never do get to live to enjoy their legacy. So I say a lot of people inspire me. And they they living, some of them gone, some of them living, some of them leaving, some of them loving. Greatest inspiration for me. My mother, first of all. Then my grandparents. My father as well. And I'm 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 really sorry sometimes. I say, you know, I say my mom first before my dad, and it's not because of any position in it or any favoritism. It's just because, I guess, 
It's the ones who never turn their back. My dad has never turned his back on me, but my mom has never really turned her back. Even in those times when I, you know, I out of anger would say something so hurtful to her. Ten minutes later, we'd just be laughing over shit. And these are the kind of relationships that you want. Friendships. Working relationships where y'all could fight, but it's not the kind of fight that's like, nigga, I don't want to ever see your ass in my life. And it's not the kind of fight where it's, nigga, I hope shit don't work out for you. It's always about, God bless peace and see you again. And that's the bottom line, is when you, when you love people, you want to see them do the things they do. But at the same time, I'm going to tell you what's real about me, is when I love somebody, and let's say they working with other people, they having shows, and this motherfucker has been talking shit about me for many years. And I ain't said shit about it. I ain't been public with it. Fuck that shit. And then they just happen to do something. And you're supposed to be promoting that shit. <laughs> I mean, you want to support your nigga. Don't you would want to support your nigga like, yeah, you know, I want y'all to succeed. But you just be like, that's that motherfucker that said some shit. <laughs> And it just stopped the whole shit. It don't mean you don't support your man. It just means you don't support that nigga around your man. And I'm I'm gonna keep moving with you a hundred. A hundred. Cause niggas change. Niggas start saying shit, cause you know something. I'm gonna tell you ladies something. If a guy and you are so in love, okay? And you bring them around your family. And shit just starts to go wrong from there. There's a motherfucking mole in the family. <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to kid you. There's a motherfucking mole. There's somebody feeding this nigga negative shit about you. Could be your friend. Could be, could be one of those random times. Your nigga fucks your friend. Find out shit about you. You know, but I've never been so vain, like, to to cheat on somebody and then let the motherfucker know that you're cheating on him. Nah, never been. Because I've been about world excellence. Like, me, if, 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 if we go rewind to my hoeing phase now, when it came to cheating, I was, like, sneaking out type bitch. I wasn't. Nah, I wasn't gonna let a nigga know. Be like, yeah, I just came back from some good dick. Nah. I feel like when people do that, they arrogant with this shit. They're like, yeah, what you wanna do? Ain't no bitches gonna stop me. Well, you know what? I'll fly this well one day, my nigga. Pushing you in that wheelchair, going past all them bitches you done fuck. And you just gonna be like, damn, is where my legs went? Hell yeah. Sex is not supposed to be like the Olympics. That shit's supposed to be spontaneous. 
and combine it with all the shit that niggas is taking now. Viagra and chocolate and all that motherfucking shit. Used to be in those days, you just rub his balls, get an erection, fuck you right, kiss each other goodnight. Nowadays, bitches is dying on the pillow. Motherfuckers is perishing in the act. Supposed to be pure, supposed to be something you do with your husband. World excellence. When I was young, I was like, yeah, I don't mind every day getting that, but as I grew older, I was like, shit. Yeah, I do the other stuff, but slower, tempo, make love, I like that rough shit, world excellence, guys, world excellence, no rough shit, take it easy, love, coming from a place of love, like you coming from a place of love, you ain't coming from a place of rodeo, buck world, buck night, whatever the fuck that is. Nah, be be nice and soft with a woman. I'm a woman. I like that soft shit. Hard dick, but soft shit. Gotta be nice. Gotta be sweet. World excellence in everything that you do. Let's take it back to in school. As tough as it gets, rising costs of woman boarding. Sometimes the risks you take in order to just afford an education, double jobs, over time. Make sure you have a healthy balance. Make sure you have something encouraging or something inspiring that you can listen to in your downtime that can just calm your mind for a little bit. Because sometimes you could just be working, working, working. Not living, 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 experiencing. Gotta find a way to fall back in love with what you do, your passion, where you work, your coworkers, motherfuckers that you see every day, niggas that you can't escape from. Gotta find a new way to embrace the love that y'all share, even though there will always be haters in the midst. Motherfuckers, who can't wait to ruin your day? Pile on extra work on your ass. But sometimes it molds you into somebody who's capable. Why the fuck would they give it to you if you couldn't do it? I remember my second cashier job. They got these fancy-ass restaurants and these department stores. And I could use the register the day of the train. I knew how to operate this shit. And that's one thing I'm just always going to encourage you. The next generation is, you got to learn shit quick. That's one of our advantages in this society. So that's why it's not young versus old. It's because we learning through shit. So we learning from how, you know, it's just not taking over. It's what you do when you take over. 
It's what you do when you become something. So if you want to be a great artist, you got to first see yourself as an artist and don't let anybody see you as less. You know, think about it. The whole catalog, the whole catalog happened because somebody didn't like the way my voice sounded. So I had to find different ways to make it sound good. So each time I'm recording a song, I'm just like, I'm training this voice. You got to be proud of the voice because if I didn't go through the, the shit I did, how would I be able to use my voice? And we don't think about that. We get caught up in the struggles. Everybody goes through shit, but before they go through shit, they're trying to tell you that they're dealing with it. But sometimes we let our pride get in the way. We don't want to tell people we're dealing with shit, so we'd rather pile shit on them. And that's not the, the, the world excellence that we need. We don't need to pile shit on people emotionally because we didn't dealt with shit or we felt slighted. You know, I needed permission to to have my whole face, and it was in a time when you're you're naive because you think, oh, somebody did this to me, I gotta go out and do this too. Cause you're naive, you like, okay, is that what it is? We're not doing relationships now, okay, cool. I'ma step out, I. And then you do it, and it's like, you don't get no fulfillment. You just did, like, it was like, is this what this nigga was boasting about? Like, you feel terribly guilty. But still, it's that thrill that, oh, I could just fuck up somebody's day. And you start to make up shit. Like, oh, yeah, I fucked your friend when you know... You don't even know her number. But you just trying to say things to hurt your partner. That's not world excellence. For me, world excellence is when you can fuck up, but you just don't get to fuck up again. You get the leeway. Like, mistakes happen. You can be out at work, co-worker, love you, whatever. Cool. But just know that if I'm your wife, I ain't taking that bullshit. I'm not violent. I won't fight. I won't argue shit. Probably sign off whatever you want me to sign off. But for me, I just won't even... I just won't won't even do that to a nigga. Like, you know, I had to, you know, I, I, I would see you dancing with hoes and be the motherfucker that go drag you know, a random motherfucker and dance with him too and roll my ass over him, but to to just do it to you? Nah. I always waited for for when I was in my whole phase. I always waited for you to show me disloyalty first. That's how I was. Like, I was still a you know, I was still in that phase, but I was still kind of like the holiest of the hoes, <laughs> if, if that's a word, holy hoe, you know what I'm saying? I was like, you know, Lord, please, you know what I'm saying? Don't let me fuck up today. 
But I discovered what was making me up. I discovered that sometimes if you're with a cheating partner, you're not just going to get, you know, you're not just going to get the full benefits of a relationship. It's, it's just going to be like, it's, it's going to be like you at Six Flags, but you can't go on any ride because you're not tall enough. So you're just going to be looking at everybody like suspect, like nigga, you know what I'm saying? You're just going to be. Because you're not, you're not experiencing what they were experiencing, so you're just going to be looking at everybody like, yeah, what's so fun up in here? But it's a change of perspective. World excellence. All it means is that you respect somebody enough to say, I love you. And the funniest thing, let me tell you something. I used to hear I love you first before I said I love you because you know you just couldn't couldn't be caught dead telling the nigga I love you and the nigga say uh huh okay so I wait for him to say it and I start saying it but the 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 the, the thing is I just never stop like you could fuck up fuck me up fuck my credit up shit on me shit on my homies it don't change my love for you it don't even if you do me wrong it don't change my love for you and I pray it's the same for me too when it comes to you cause that's important cause I can't be treating you like a diamond and you looking at me like I'm wrong world excellence where you allow people to be valued by what they actually do. How they contribute. World excellence. Not because you come from somewhere. Not because you just you. Because you deserve it. Everybody deserves it. World excellence. Commitment, love, unity. And a legacy. So I hope that I've let you guys know that world excellence is really what, what I love about Life and love is it? It's possible. Like people could see you and see the example in you, and know that there has to be somebody who created you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. My name is Shella Soul. Join me again on this podcast. Go ahead and follow me on Twitter. I am Shella Soul. On Instagram, I am Shella Soul. And also, please take a second to listen to my music on streaming platforms worldwide. I'm really trying to do this thing where I have a healthy balance of podcasts and music. And most times I try to stretch it out 
especially because I want the music to have meaning. So I want to take time to experience life, uh, spend time with my loved ones, and let the messages just flow through me. Because as you would know, every song title, every album title has a purpose. I just don't think of names. They actually have a meaning. And it's important, very important, that we express, especially if you are going through some things or you're dating somebody who's going through some things. It's very important that you you express and you unload some of that extra emotions. Maybe those fights that weren't physical, but really took a toll on you emotionally. It's very important that you use creative ways or even academic ways that you can get that off your chest and be the best at what you do. And then all it takes is being a partner, being a friend, being a lover till the end. I love how all the shit I say rhymes. But thank you for listening and thank you for coming from a place of love. I'll see you next time. Thank you.